0: welcome Welcome to to doctor Doctor who on the rocks a podcast where we drink
1: whiskey discuss the longest running show in science fiction and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor i'm diana and i've seen it all and i'm jen i've seen nothing This week, it's the season four recap.
0: Hell yeah. And we're going to have all the whiskeys. All the whiskeys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Of all the weeks.
1: Of all the weeks. When we do our season finales, we like to cover all the whiskeys that we've done, mm-hmm. as well as just kind of go over the season as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Our season finales really are kind of more centered about our whiskey adventure yes. of the yes. season. And this week, or this season, we focused on whiskeys that had women involved in some major part of their team. Mm -hmm. And it's been really fun. I liked getting to go a little bit outside of Texas and explore other places and and even found some good new Texas whiskeys as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So we are going to, throughout the episode, taste them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We'll score them off our blind tasting. These have been set up by our wonderful assistant, (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks so uh, much. At the end, we'll uh, compare them to original scores. Oh, God. See what we thought based on... Uh,
0: Dare yeah. I say I'm not as excited about this lineup no, me as neither. other ones? Me neither. I feel like there's a lot of them where I was like, "Ooh, mm.
1: Sam, that, and I don't remember. There's nothing from this season that's that super stands out. Yeah. For me. I feel like Uncle Nearest, but like I don't really remember what it tastes like. Right. I also remember, I think because I edited this episode recently, but um I do remember us really liking Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I also have no memory of what that tasted like.
0: Right. Exactly. So I can't... And I can't even tell you what all, they all are. I don't know no. what they all are.
1: The names. No, no, no. I, me neither. Me neither. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, this will be super fun. Well, can, we can grab the we can gra- grab the bottles because we don't you know you we know well no
0: because then we might be able to match the oh, colors fuck it it'll be a true blind test it's, this
1: is I think the blindest <laughs> test we've had I think Saint Liberty I think Saint Liberty okay. and Ben Milam were the two that we had that were the first two episodes of season four when we were still with the first doctor so it has been a a wild a hot ass hot minute since we've had those let's try our first whiskey let's do it <laughs> Let's do it. Fuck me, I'm not ready for this shit. Cheers. I have no idea what it is, but I'm not mad at it. I think I know what it is. Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm telling you. <laughs> because you have to guess. No,
1: no, no, no. I'm not playing that game this week. <laughs> no, literally, no. I knew I was going to go into this one being like. I'm just I can't there's no way there's <laughs> it'll be a blind guess every time no clue <laughs> you're like I have no idea no clue you can look at me <laughs> gonna, there's gonna be no idea I like it um I would have probably do you remember the ones that you liked that you were like hmm in theory <laughs> I have absolutely no pal like palette memory um, for any of these, Ooh, but that one would be good. It w-
0: it is good. It I can I can I like actually have it neat.
1: Yeah, I can definitely have. No, that one is delicious. Which you know, the only one I remember liking all season was "Sweetheart of the Radio," and I feel like I like "Black Widow" too. Um, so maybe it's one of those. But oh, no idea. But I will give it like an eight and a half. You an eight and a half. Eight point eight. Me too. Yeah. Me too. You want to tell me what you think it is? I think it's Uncle Nearest. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Uncle Nearest is what we had first. I could see it being Uncle Nearest. I feel like I remember Uncle Nearest being sharper than that, though. But also, my palette for... You're like, who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It's sharper f- for whom? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I don't You know. And I'm aware enough that... Our opinions of the flights change so much, yeah, compared to where what we think we're gonna tried like in the season. And, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but that was really good, mm-hmm. super great. We kind of touched on this already, but are there any whiskeys from this season that you particularly remember or would buy again? I wouldn't say remember,
0: remember, but I do remember liking Uncle Nearest. Mm-hmm. I do remember liking the Sweet Rodeo one. Mm-hmm. I remember not liking Old Forester. I think
1: that one I liked on the rocks. I remember not liking the TX one. That one, yeah. That's, I feel like that one was the, like disappointing. The most disappointing season. one. That and George Dickel. Right. Yeah. I feel like we, we had it. high hopes for those. I had high hopes for all of these, but.
0: It just doesn't work out sometimes.
1: Yeah. Now, I obviously have lots of data, Mm -hmm. and it turns out that Sweetheart of the Rodeo, between us, was the best whiskey of the season. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. We both gave Sweetheart of the Rodeo nines. Okay. JK. I spoke too soon. I actually gave Ben Milam straight bourbon a nine and a half. So is it the, what's our best then? Well, mine is Ben Milam. Yours is Sweetheart of the Rodeo. But I also gave Sweetheart of the Rodeo a nine, whereas you gave Ben Milam an 8.8. 8. 8. So like both of those. Okay. Those are our two tops. Because you still really liked the Ben Milam mm-hmm. with an eight with an 8.8. 8. Mm-hmm. That is tied for your second favorite with Uncle Nearest. Gotcha. So yeah, you're, you were right on. Right on the uh, Yeah. And the worst? Do you remember a worst? Old Foresters. No, I like a good rye. So. Well, it, Old Foresters could be your least favorite, definitely. There was uh, one that we really didn't like together. That we both really didn't like.
0: TXU maybe. TX.
1: Yeah, that was that was low on both of our lists. George Dickel. There we go. Crashed and burned. You both gave it a six. Us? I gave it a five and a half. I feel like we might have even not finished our glasses no. on that one. I think that's the one that we switched over. That one over. might have been a rare mm-hmm. one where we switched over, yeah. Um, but overall, it was a pretty high-scoring season. We have a lot of eights. I mean, you definitely tend to score either, like, really high or meh, <laughs> whereas I'm a pretty consistent <sighs> eight-er. Mm-hmm. But even yours are mostly, you have two five-and-a-halves, George Dickel and Black Widow.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: I have no memory of what blackwood Widow tastes I like. I have no idea what any of these tastes like. Yeah,
0: nope. It's wishful thinking to think that I'm actually here, sitting here, knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, that's fine. If you're new, uh, yeah. welcome. welcome. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but uh, we give you ratings on whiskey and talk about Doctor Who. Thanks. That's going to be our <laughs> description.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we talk about whiskey and we rate. Yeah, I feel like uh, as a as a season, it was exciting to get to explore whiskeys this way over a theme. I don't know if I'll necessarily do it again because it was not as much fun to like try and track them down and like find right. them. And, and unfortunately, it didn't like leave like a lasting impression. Like I don't think that this is going to be like one of our go-to seasons for no, like whiskey choice. Unfortunately not. Which is a little sad. But, you know, on to next season. On to the next one. So let's try... Whiskey number two. Oh, fuck. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. This wasn't Diana's favorite. I th- I think it's the Texas blend whiskey. Ooh, I could see that for mm-hmm. where I'm feeling point-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that because I'm feeling like a seven. Yeah. Six I'm and a half p- to seven. 6.8.
0: Like,
1: ah, sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate. I don't know what it is about. I'm going to say you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the, the thing for our score, we go with a lot of 0.8s, Mm-hmm. And I just find that an interesting decimal point to use. Not 0.75. We're, we're like something between six and a half and seven. 6.8. it's not like,
0: you know, I feel like, you know, It's just
1: 6.5 would be too low. 6.9 would be too high. Yeah, well, so most people would do six point seven five, yeah. Just, and I just like that you round up to the nearest tenth. Yeah, yeah I like the whole numbers. So. <laughs> I think it's cute. Thanks. Anyway, I'm giving it a six point five because I. I yeah.
0: What do you think it is?
1: Mm. Oh, like I, I don't agree give a with you. Fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's whiskey. But I could I, see it being out of this list. I'm putting it down in the Texas blended George Dickel that kind of sector, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. not having any memory of what they tasted like, but knowing, but that we knowing that you didn't well. really like them,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, let's see. But I'm curious know. to see what the results are, yeah, this will be fun, uh, so we are similarly here to talk about Dr Who. mm-hmm. It's been a whole other season, a
0: whole season.
1: We had a long break in the middle because of the first Doctor Showdown,
0: mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was a lot of
1: fun, mm-hmm. but definitely makes this season feel different because right. we did not watch it all in one go. The season, is. we also had like a lot more like stuff to do in our lives. And yeah. so this season felt like it took a lot longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't believe it's still like just season four. So how did you, how did you feel about season four?
0: You know, I think this is the first season where I actually started enjoying Doctor Who a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I think it's mostly due to the the, sh- the shift with the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, As much as I did find his recorder annoying, and I still kind of do, like, I get the use of it now. Right. And I can appreciate the humor. Do you still think
1: the c- they use it too much?
0: Well not anymore. It hasn't it hasn't shown up in a while. But True. in the first couple episodes, it was like, This is his shtick. Yeah. And you're gonna know it's his shtick because we're gonna use it every single every time. time. You know, and that was like okay. <clears throat> in future reference, you don't have to shove it down our throats. Like I think we'll get it, but okay.
1: Anyways. Um yeah, I enjoy this this season a lot more. I thought it was a good season. It's weird because I don't think that this is a season that I'll particularly Remember, like it's not, it doesn't like stand out to me as like a season with like stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's a solid season, Mm -hmm. just good season. Mm -hmm. I do think it's interesting that we get the entirety of Ben and Polly in this season, Mm -hmm. and not very compared to last season. There's like no companions. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There were just so you know, the first Doctor like went through companions like crazy, like crazy, and um. I mean, granted, we've only had one season so far, but even in the Doctor's first season, he got like, what, six? Right. You know? And so uh, that was interesting to kind of like slow down and like have this breathing space for the companions. And I think that we could really feel that and how we scored them. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too many. We were getting more time with them. Did you have any favorite bits from this season?
0: I wouldn't say favorite bits as much as the Doctor. Watching the doctor's process of finding or getting to the bottom of whatever it is that mm-hmm. they're supposed to be getting to the bottom of. I do appreciate the more childlike characteristic of the way his thought process there. So I don't, I don't necessarily think that there's like one specific bit that stands out. Mm-hmm. It's just mo- most of those moments that I'm like, oh, I really appreciate this.
1: I love the underwater fish people. Mm. Ballet <laughs> wire sequence that will always go down with like just mm-hmm. delightfully weird, mm-hmm. bizarre dance. Exactly, yeah, exactly what I want out of like 1960s television, right? Um, and and so that will definitely sit in my heart forever and ever, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll never let it go. <laughs> I love the fish people, but oh God, other than that, there's just. I mean, we got the Cybermen this season. We did; those are fucking and scary. the Cybermen are incredible. They are wild. Yeah, we said goodbye to the Daleks. for a We little did bit. say goodbye to the Daleks for a while, um, um, which wasn't like the greatest send off, but we did say goodbye to them. Yeah, we did, and uh, we we changed Doctors. Yeah, we sure did I mean, right that's in the middle of it. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely a notable note for season four Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. a regeneration. You know, that's pretty wild. Mm -hmm. But as far as like actual episodes go, it's like the season had big moments Mm -hmm. for in terms of like when you're looking at the entire timeline. Right. But there's no story in this that I would necessarily be like this is the this one is you so should watch. Right? Yeah, like uh-huh. it's, I mean, obviously for the Cybermen, like, yes. Right. Yeah, I take that all that back. This, the 10th the Planet's incredible. Like, yeah, <laughs> everybody should watch 10th Planet. Yeah, outside of the Cybermen, I would say, like,
0: meh. Yeah, no. Meh. Cybermen made it this season.
1: And the Power of the Daleks. hmm that, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was a good one. That was a good one. With Jean mm-hmm. Lee and all them. Mm-hmm. She was... hmm She knew what was that. Yeah. She's probably she's she's probably still my bias for this season, like mm. one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. great. Anything else in general you want to talk about from about season four? Um, I did appreciate
0: the relationship that formed between this doc- between this doctor and the companions. I think one mm-hmm. because of the fact that there was less of them. Mm-hmm. But also, I think that this doctor opened himself up to the ability to have these relationships with Mm -hmm, these companions. mm -hmm. It was a very different approach to having people on board with him. Yeah. So I did appreciate kind of seeing that more of that um, chemistry amongst them. It was less like grouchy man with these people. It was more like, oh, these are some friends, some companions, but they're not really friends because they just met each other. Right. Their friends out of necessity,
1: you know, but they're here, and they're making it work,
0: traveling through space and time, yeah, thought that was kind of cool,
1: yeah, it did too the you can definitely feel the difference in like direction mm-hmm. and and I think that change definitely made for a it's yeah, it's like where I'm talking about like where the season was like,, mm. but it's not like mm. it's mm-hmm. like it's a good season, I, yeah it's it's good, you I know, and I it. think that the doctor really helped push that to be just more fun and more forward pushing as opposed to cantankerous and mm-hmm. like he's not tricking his the companions into doing anything this right. time well i mean he kind of did that a little bit with jamie but like i don't necessarily blame him for the way that he did that mm-hmm. in the evil of the daleks yeah um not in the way of like, oh, the, we need to find this piece for the TARDIS that I actually have in my pocket to make us go right. down to like hang out with Daleks that are yeah. going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. This time it would have been, hey, do you want to go do the thing? And the companions are like, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. go. Oh, you don't want to go? You know, more in this season, it's been the doctor pulling them back, being mm-hmm. like, this is a fresh cannonball. Let's go, right, on out Let's do it. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the companions pushing him forward as opposed to the other way the around. The other way around. Right. Yeah, so, so yeah, we'll get into uh, a little bit more as we get into our TARDIS points. Nice. So, Jen, what are TARDIS points? Terrifically, our trade rankings
0: determined with intoxicated seriousness. Wow! See, I did it.
1: You did it. <laughs> like short, sweet, and concise. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, all season we've been giving out these TARDIS points. To our characters, to the baddie, and for the story. And I have done all my math. Mm -hmm. um, Slash Excel has done all of my math. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've pulled together our best and worst. Okay. And done some nice averaging. Okay. And for Ben and Polly, I even did the probably too complex math and got their adjusted character scores from okay. their good, doing their goodbye episode and doing their overall ranking. Okay. Before we get into talking about each one by themselves, I feel like we should have whiskey number 3. Fuck it, let's do it. Oh,
0: Jesus. Cheers.
1: Oh, yeah. I did the exact same thing that you just did.
0: A little more earthy, you know?
1: It is a little earthier. Yeah. Which one was the one that tasted like rocks? Was that this season? Oh. Which one tasted like rocks? It was a George Dickel. No Because I would have liked it if it... Because I liked the one that tasted like rocks.
0: It was the season's worst. The one that tasted like rocks? I don't know if
1: it's the one that tasted like rocks, but I want to say oh. that that... Oh, you think this one's George Dickel? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to just confess to being... I'm perplexed by this one. Like, I don't know how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, I think it tastes like dirt, but I'm not mad at it, so I'm giving it a 6, two. And I think it's the Black Widow.
1: It does f- taste earthy, mm-hmm. and I, you know, as a peat head, I, you know, I love a good earthy. There's something behind the flavoring that I don't, like, love, Ugh. but I don't hate it. Right. That's the confusing part. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half, okay. and I have no clue what it is. What did you give it? Six point two. Oh wow, low. Yeah, I did. And you think it's George Dickel? No, I think it's Black Widow. Ah, uh, Black Widow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, but as we know, I'm just going on gut instinct. I couldn't tell you what it was, but like, where I have been, like, oh yeah, but for the past two, like, oh yeah, like that definitely. This strikes me as well no, no this clue. one i'm not i'm it's not hitting at me it's like oh yeah 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 Cool. but you know who? what do i know <laughs> i shocked my brother last week when he came over and asked me where my salt was and salt i have such a bad like not great palate that mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily need salt mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily always taste the, like a difference Mm. And my brother, a chef, was pretty horrified. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about The Doctor. Let's do it. We've kind of touched him a little bit as we talked about the overview, but this season we started with William Hartnell and mm-hmm. we ended with Patrick Troughton. Mm-hmm. And we watched him go from a crotchety old man mm-hmm. to a weird younger pretty but cool still older guy. dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, frumpy older dude frumpy
0: older yeah middle age older dude
1: you know and definitely unusual Mm -hmm. and I think that the way that they um, would describe him from when I was a kid was you know he marches to the beat of his own drum and doesn't get laid (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) I think that he's where one felt like a crotchety old professor Mm mm-hmm Two feels like the neuroatypical professor, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you love going to that class Mm -hmm. because you just really never know what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know you're gonna learn something. Mm -hmm. Is it actually from supposed to be in the? mm, Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It could be a a myth, but you know it's gonna be a wild field trip, and lectures are always interesting. And it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. You've said that you are much more attached to the second do- nah-huh, not, not that I would say that you're attached to the guy, I like him more. But definitely more than one. So are there any moments where you kind of went, oh, this guy is definitely different. Uh, I like this guy better than that other guy.
0: I don't think moments per se, but I think like the third round of episodes that he mm-hmm. was in... By then, I had started to realize, like, oh, okay, this is just stick. He's just mm-hmm. kind of off, and he's not a dick. Like, he's not rude, like Hartnell. I can get down with this, and I. But think, he is also a dick, which is great, but not like Hartnell, right? In a very different way. Yeah. Um, so I want to say it was like the third. The third installment of mm-hmm. of what he was in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what episode
1: that was. The underwater menace. Underwater menace. Yes. I mean, as we, I, I, love the second doctor. I think he's fun. I think if you go back and like listen to the way that I would talk about one, in those moments of where I would say like, I love an asshole doctor, but this mm-hmm. is not the right kind of asshole. Mm-hmm. This is more what I'm getting at, where the audience knows that he's being a total asshole, mm-hmm. but the person in front of him isn't sure if he's being an asshole mm-hmm. or doesn't know it at all. Right. And it's more humor-based instead mm-hmm. of meanness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it flies better, and why it works better. Uh, and it's just a genuinely more likable. Do you have a guess at what you think your best and worst story were? Best story... Maybe
0: the moon base? For the doctor? Yeah. Or maybe the Macra one. I will say maybe the Macra one.
1: And the worst one, I don't know. I remember really liking him in The Power of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. The scene where Bro is in the other cell and jabbering on about like all of their problems.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the doctor is slowly figuring out the sonic lock on the jail cell door. Mm-hmm. When he's been tootling around with like his recorder and sound stuff, like right. the whole s- episode, so it it's all kind of laying that groundwork for mm-hmm. the realization that the doctor's brain is working differently mm-hmm. than one, mm-hmm. and like for that to be his like first episode, and so everything after that, you know, he all he problem solves like that mm-hmm. for everything else, but at that point you're expecting it, right? And that first moment of realizing that like. This doctor's not just like, he's not like walking around stupid. He's figuring everything else out and taking advantage of the fact that everyone thinks he's walking around stupid. To calculate. Right. And that it works. And that it's a thing that works so well that he uses it every single time. (laughs) And like, I I don't really get tired of it. Right. And the fact that he does it well enough that he even fools his own companions sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. And it'll be fun going forward to see, like, will they continue that idea and if companions will ever catch on? Because you have to imagine, like, give Jamie a couple more episodes and Jamie's going to know something's up. And even, like, now in those last episodes of the stories, Jamie was like, whatever it is, let the doctor handle it. Right. I know he seems, I know, I, I know. I he's know just, he's like, weird. I know he's <laughs> playing a costume junk. Drawer right now and like trying on hats and like I get it, I get <laughs> the optics. Like it's it is very bizarre, but I promise, hand the nuclear. It'll be to fine. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, he'll get us where we need to be.
1: And I feel that one never inspired that kind of trust from any of his companions. Not at all. It was and definitely grouchy. not from us. And this doctor fairly does. I agree. Like I wouldn't be mad to have the second doctor on my team. No, no, no. I'd be annoyed to have the first doctor on my team. Second doctor might test my patience. But, but I'd like him. But I'd like him, and I'd also know that if he's getting on my nerves to like, I'll just, I can just leave the room for a little bit and not worry that it's going to get totally out of control because he's the one in charge anyway. Right. What would be your score for the for the Doctor for this season? Eight. I feel like, that, yeah. hmm Even with the first Doctor being the first two episodes. hmm Like, a solid eight. Because... I think the growth, the the extreme change in character is part of what I why we like him so much. Right. If he had started off as this character, it would have been like fun, right? But the fact that he's supposed to be the same, the same, the connected in some way, right? Like it's definitely the same form, mm-hmm. ish, ish, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I think eights. I think that's solid. And very impressively high for you. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. pretty impressed. Now our top episodes, um, we both really liked him in the Highlanders. Oh, that was the one he did. He did like three costume changes in that one, and he did a good chunk of the Highlanders in drag. That's right, and we really liked that. And I think the Highlanders is a really good showcase of like how funny. He was he because mm-hmm. he was really funny through that. Um, it felt like a successful Romans for right. the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, where one just couldn't get down. Mm-hmm. Two gets down. Two would have had so much fun with Vicky. So That's much a damn fun. shame. Yeah, two and Vicky would have had a ball. <sighs> a queen. Two would have made Stephen likable. Or maybe he just would have. Ra- I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think Stephen would have been likable around somebody like two. That kind of just pulled him down to earth again. Maybe. Well, but also like didn't just put him down. Just didn't didn't tell him to just like sit and stay. Actually kind of used him in a way. Yeah. Uh now I also gave nine so you gave we gave nines for the Doctor and the Highlanders. Mm-hmm. I also gave him nines in the underwater menace and Power of the Daleks. Okay. Which I don't remember why I gave him a nine for underwater menace. But Power of the Daleks, he was fun. He was fun, yeah. He was super fun. Uh now worst for the doctor was the faceless ones because the faceless ones was just kind of bad all around yep and you gave him a 5.5 i gave him a four yeah the faceless ones was brutal for for him like even to the extent that i'm 5.5 and a four wow yeah that's crazy i Uh would have said that we had ranked him we wouldn't have ranked him that low. But, I yeah. mean, this was not his vacation episode, too, which was the worst part. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Yeah, we did not like him. No, no. we did not. Like, I like. It. Yeah, looking at this, no, we did. Ah, uh, so I brought him down two whole points because in that one, that was um, when Polly and Ben left, mm. and at the end, he looked at Ben and he was like, "You can become an admiral or whatever." And then he looked at Polly and goes, "And you can look after Ben." Fucking bitch. <laughs> and so right. i gave him a minus two points for misogyny that's right that's right still not not the best i mean six wouldn't have been uh Much better. six wouldn't have been the lowest score so the blatant on my oh no it still would have yeah it would have mm-hmm. it, it was it still would have been the worst but it would have been a six on a four yeah still a six feels a more appropriate for how i feel about this doctor but mm-hmm. the blatant misogyny i also feel was totally out of character yeah for him as well yeah I think uh, so too. Yeah, which is also why the that was a whole negative too. Mm-hmm. But considering that we both gave him an 8, our average, yours was 7.8 7.867 7. and mine was um 7.929. So about the yeah, same. Yeah, right there. Right there, yeah. Not only like what? point six off, 0. 0.6 off, which is pretty small. Pretty small, yeah. Um but also really close to what we gave them for overall. So yeah. it's nice to see a, a season kind of where a, the aligning. points actually align mm-hmm. with what we, how we felt. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't happen super often. Not at all. So to celebrate Once in a Blue Moon kind of occurrence, let's try so we do number whiskey. four. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's try. Number Most four. Are... Ew. Ew, ew, ew. I'm going to say that's the George Dickel. Yeah, I was going to say that, too.
0: But I also thought it could also be the Texas blended whiskey. No, no, no.
1: Oh, you are so right. I want to say it's... That tastes it's... cough medicine-y. Yeah, I want to say. I, I'm going to reverse them. I'm going to... Well, like, if you, like, mixed cough medicine and whiskey. Yeah, fuck that. No, I didn't like that at all. Mm-mm. Uh,
0: okay, so I'm going to say... So I'm going to switch. I think number two is George Dickel, and I think number number four is the Texas blend whiskey. And I'm mm-hmm. giving, I'm giving that a six. that I think the what that
1: trash that we just had. Yeah,
0: you know what? No, five. I, I five, was, five. I was gonna
1: say I think I have to give it a five. 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 I don't ever want. It Reminds me of the coletto Creek. Yeah, a hundred percent. That was coletto my creaky, first thought. You know? was like I like looked over at the bottles to be like, are we sure we didn't accidentally coletto right. Creek? In there? That's <laughs> gross. Exactly. That's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah tell us how you really feel yeah that's gross that's That's, fucking gross that was pretty not should we do number five
0: to cleanse our palates
1: no because we gotta talk about Polly and ben (laughs) okay so i figured literally like two episodes ago we just went over ben and Polly, right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i do not feel the need to redo what we just did When there are no changes to be made. You know, their entire story was done this season. Yeah. So there's not a whole whole bunch more to say. Right. Um We've talked about their best and the worst. Mm -hmm. Um 10th planet, Mm -hmm. Mm parapedalics, war Mm -hmm. machines, smugglers, Mm uh, the faceless ones as a whole, Mm -hmm. bottom of the barrel, Mm -hmm. not worth the effort or the time or the money. Right. Um and I also didn't like Polly and the Underwater Menace. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did go back and look at how, remember in the last, uh, in the doctor showdown when I did all the complicated math stuff that was probably unnecessary, mm-hmm. and you convinced me to not talk about it on mm-hmm. the air, just tell the numbers. Right. So that's what I'm doing again this time. Okay. I'd given Ben a six, you would give him a 7.5 in the mm-hmm. recap, in okay. their goodbye episode. Mm-hmm. I'd given Polly a seven, you gave her a seven seven 7.8. Okay. But... So, I went in and did math, 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 math. Mm-hmm. And there are ju- adjusted averages. Okay. Ben is 8.112 for both of us. 8.112. Mm-hmm. The average. hmm J plus D. Okay.
0: Yeah. Polly, what's she looking like?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. The scores that I gave you earlier, those were the averages that okay. we had from the season. When I had put factored in the other ones now we're at 8.112 for mm-hmm. both of us for ben mm-hmm. Polly, she averaged up for you with an 8.139 mm-hmm. and for me at 8.156 which i know we talked about in their goodbye episode that our averages are like wild that they're that close over that many episodes mm-hmm. uh, and i just want to reiterate that that's pretty crazy so total, total for them average for both of us yeah that's the average eight point Mm-hmm. You gave her eight point one three nine as the as the adjusted average gotcha. for her official character score, and that that puts them basically just under Vicky mm-hmm.
0: as a duo. Like mm-hmm. each,
1: both of them, both go. They're tutoring it's, there. It's Vicky for both of us for Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long may she reign. Long may she reign. And then. On both of our charts, it's Polly, and on both of our charts, it's Ben, and then it's Sarah Kingdom. (laughs) Damn. So it's Vicky, Polly, Mm -hmm. Ben. Mm -hmm.
0: And this is the
1: current lineup. Yeah.
0: Current Mm -hmm. top three.
1: Yeah. So for both of us from the First Doctor showdown, Ben has moved up. From getting to finish out his season, gotcha. He moved up one spot above Mm. Sarah Kingdom, which like fair, fair, yeah, fair. So, any anything you want to get off your chest about our duo there? I feel like we said everything we needed to say about them. Do you do you ship Ben and Polly or Ian and Barbara more? Mm. Which one's your favorite? Came in as a pair, left as a pair.
0: I kind of like Diana. Diana, (laughs) thank you. Barbara and Ian. Hmm. They were fun, huh? They were fun. I think Ben and Polly. No, I'm going to go Diane and Ian. I mean, Diane Thank and you. Ian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Barbara and Ian. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Some you know what? Barbs. I would think I
1: would, too. Mm-hmm.
0: OG barbs. I mean,
1: I think that they were just more fun. <laughs> yeah, I think overall... Ben and Polly were less problematic. Mm -hmm. Like they were better, probably more well-written characters in terms of consistency. Mm -hmm. But when when Barbara and Ian were good, they were fucking good. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Polly and Ben were never really good. Yeah, they were just good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: they were a solid eight. (laughs) Yeah, whereas Ian and Barb's. Not that you ever ranked Ian this high, but like considering that they're a team, like when you look at them as a set, right. Barbara really just really Ooh. hit it out of the park. Right. So yeah, I think she Barbarian. carried the team. Yeah, she really did. But I liked her more. Yeah, I would go for Bar- Barbara and Ian. All right. Well, um, so on that note, let's try whiskey number five. Let's do it. Let's
0: move it right along.
1: Hopefully there's been enough time to separate our emotions from whiskey number four cheers oh I could drink a lot
0: of that thinking Ben Milam or Sweet Rodeo (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I could drink a lot of that I was thinking an 8.5 i said an 8 no I'm gonna go with it I'm gonna pull a gin and say an 8.8 8.8 what do you think it is oh no idea I just like it. But I could see it being, I still feel, I get, I get the same vibes as you in the upper echelon of like, mm-hmm. yeah, considering that I like literally have no memory of Black Widow whatsoever, I will I wouldn't even be able to place that one at all. Um, Woodford Reserve, I don't, it's St. Liberty Rye. Yeah, I don't know i don't know i just liked it 8.8 8.8 okay and what did you think it was you said Ben. Milo? i think I was it sure. was a
0: sweet rodeo the sweet rodeo and at an eight
1: all right so let's talk about best boy jamie okay uh i feel like just my intro gives away how i feel about jamie <laughs> um how do you feel about him I liked him. You
0: know, I think that for being a character that was from the past, he was written well.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: poor Katarina did not stand a chance, you know. um, And I think that adding her as a companion and her being written the way she was... Uh, would have just been awful. Mm-hmm. But with Jamie's character, they, they did it well. Um, They fed off a lot of... They fed... They leaned in a lot more to the part of his personality that is like... He's more that fighter, you know? But yeah. kind of also like low-key kind of royalty too, you know? Yeah. Um, So leaning into that, you know, soldier kind of noble type mm-hmm. of character... Um, but also like he's very much self-aware of what he doesn't know, right? You know, and I do appreciate that uh vulnerability mm-hmm. that you know he has.
1: So yeah, overall, I, I I like him. Yeah, I I agree to just ignore the fact that he should have had a lot more time having to like cope with oh my god. I don't understand anything. What the fuck is happening to me? Then they did, but I'm also okay with. it. But I'm like okay with hand waving that and being like, I don't, like I get it. If mm-hmm. this was modern, a modern show, we'd get all up in arms about like why did the 18th century man suddenly be able to like accept that the TARDIS is bigger on the inside? Mm-hmm. Like I get it, but yeah. it's more fun this way, right? So trust us, deal. And with that being said. I do like that he is super self-aware that anything could be possible, mm-hmm. that he needs to under but he's still logical enough to be like, it still got to make sense. Like, I get that I don't understand how, but mm-hmm. you can't just suddenly tell me. Right. Like, the this stuff is what it still, is. He, you know. Like, logic still applies. Right. Mm-hmm. And having the doctor there to be like, all right, I don't understand what's going on. Doctor, does it make sense? Yes? All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And his trust in the doctor is... Right. ...fun. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't really had anybody trust the doctor. Not at all. I mean, to not be fair, like like Not like you would expect. Right. I mean, like, not even Susan. Right. And, I, I mean, to be fair, one was unreliable. Right. And two is also unreliable, but... In a different way. Like, in a different way, mm-hmm. yeah. So... Do you have any moments with Jamie that like stand out to you or that you or episodes that you feel like yeah that was a good episode for Jamie?
0: Um I would say just moments of self-realization for him. Yeah. I think that really made me enjoy him a lot more just like not make having him be portrayed as someone all knowing or someone yeah. ignorant, you know, someone definitely being aware of like Oh, this is new. This is situational. Mm-hmm. I don't... This is not my area of expertise. I'm not going to necessarily, like, fight against it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to be critical about what I'm doing,
1: you know? He's got a good, strong, like, moral center.
0: Right. Consistently.
1: Yeah. He does that thing where, like, nothing else may- might make sense, but Jamie's still going to do the right thing. mm mm-hmm. Or what he feels is the right thing. The right some thing. Some information uh-huh. he has. Mm-hmm. And as, like, a viewer... I generally trust that if Jamie's doing something, it's probably for a pretty good reason.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: As we move forward, it'll be interesting to see. It it, it almost creates like this symbiotic relationship between Jamie and the doctor, Mm -hmm. where like Jamie is that compass to help steer the doctor, like the doctor's chaos towards like chaotic good instead Mm -hmm. of chaotic neutral. Right. Because otherwise, I think the doctor would just be like, you know, willy nilly doing what he thought was good. Mm -hmm. But the combination of the two, I think, is pretty special mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i really like their little bromance mm-hmm. as much as i really liked the doctor egging ben or egging steven or having those cantankerous relationships it's really nice to see him have a positive relationship with another companion mm-hmm. that's not
0: a young woman right right yeah i appreciate that uh jamie's great a true bromance uh, so what do you give him for I like what we've him seen so far.
1: Um, I think he's going to get an eight from me. An eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, the consistency of his personality, his, his effort, and the fact that he's already like stood up to the doctor, talked back to the doctor, mm-hmm. and has been like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, man, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go rescue this girl. Mm-hmm. You're nuts mm-hmm. for putting her in danger. You know, so basically what I've wanted from all of my male companions all the right. whole time. hmm so, yeah, I'll give him an 8 to. So you want to know what our best and worst episodes mm-hmm. were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the best for Jamie uh, was, for both of us, we thought he was good in the Faceless Ones. Everybody else got shit scores in the Faceless Ones, and we gave Jamie pretty high scores. Wow. Um, but you also liked him in The Underwater Menace, mm-hmm. and we both liked him in The Evil of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You... Gave him a 7. I gave him a 7.5. Mm. Which, you know, rings kind of true. He's like a pretty consistent, strong character. Right. Mm-hmm. For most of these episodes, he was like half written in. Right. Like he hasn't... I liked I enjoyed him. And like, we really liked him in that, mm-hmm. in The Evil of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. You know, we both, some of the highest scores of his for the whole season. Right. So it'll be nice to see when episodes are actually written for him. Right. When he's like our dominant male companion. Exactly. Now our lowest scores. Do you have any idea what episode those are? Mm, The Mac or Terra, I don't know. Um, It's the Highlanders. Oh, wow. Because he was not in it. Wow. And he was such a big character that and didn't do anything, just kind of sat in the muck for a lot of it. Oh, Uh, Yeah, isn't that weird? You gave him a three and I gave him a five. Wow, okay. And so for our averages, Mm -hmm. your average for Ben for this season is 6.167. For Jamie? Yeah, for Jamie. And for me, it is 6.833. Wow. So again, like, uh, lower than we feel about him overall. But mm-hmm. that's pretty par for the course for us for yeah. uh, for characters. Yeah. I'm excited to see where Jamie goes from here. Same. It should be fun. Same. Especially with um, Victoria having 2 Mm-hmm. And now it's like a historic. new interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, see. so it should be fun. Um, you know what else would be fun? What? Whiskey number six. Oh my God. Cheers.
0: I think it's Ben Milam. Let
1: me give it a seven. I was thinking the same thing. It's like my gut says, honestly, my gut said, this is one of those ones that won awards. Right. I think so. This tastes like an award winning whiskey. Uh, So what do you give it? Seven. I was going to give it an eight. Mm I'm going to give it an eight and a half because I actually really like it a lot. Yeah. So that brings us to Vicky. Nope, not Vicky. Victoria. This is not Vicky. Um, unfortunately. Not the queen. No. <laughs> in either case. Mm-hmm. Not Queen Vicky and she is not Queen Vicky. Nope. And she's only been in one episode. Right. So this is going to be short and sweet.
0: I mean, I can't say too much about her. She's in one episode. Are you
1: excited or are you nervous about Vicky?
0: um about victoria victoria i think i think just the way that they presented her as like the love interest right now is like just a little like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is this gonna be one of those like i really hope they build out her character more which i think they are because it's just gonna be her and
1: jamie yeah you know um but i don't know do you think they're going to keep her in victorian dress no hopefully not They've kept Jamie in kilts. I don't think so. Do you think she'll have a Victorian meltdown if she has to show her ankles? Ooh, that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be very fun.
0: Huh, could you have a good point?
1: I don't know. We'll What's see. she going to do, show her shoulders? Right. <gasps> a scandal. Oh, oh, my God, a
0: scandal. What if she's, like, one of those, like, forward-thinking victorian women did she she that are
1: like suddenly okay with showing like, i mean she could maybe she is progressive or whatever from the time that she spent like locked up in a house uh yeah true. her prized possessions were like two mirrors true and her dad was kind of a prude too so yeah like home Slice didn't even have a book in there yeah
0: this is gonna be an interesting pairing
1: mm-hmm huh
0: I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Kind of neutral. Nooch. Mm-hmm.
1: Nooch, yeah. Yeah, I I love the Victorian era. I kind of went into it in that mm-hmm. last episode. Mm-hmm. The Victorian era is so fascinating to me for like the pseudo science bullshit that goes on. And it's so rife for science fiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's where you get stories like Frankenstein. Like it, the science fiction of the era is fascinating. But I don't trust 1960s writers with the potential of what could be there mm-hmm. because the like locked up eras, right. like trope could be really fucking fascinating, mm-hmm. but I doubt we're like, I, like I just, it's going to be like, that fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. But like, it could be like, I could be surprised. Yeah.
0: I think for me she's getting like a solid five because i don't know where to go i can go up, or, up that's or down. what we
1: gave her mm-hmm. yeah so five's all around that's five's what we've given her she's still five uh, but she, you know she's not bad no i don't no. have any like issue with her i don't blame her for the screaming i don't blame her you know nothing she's, yeah. she's
0: a victorian woman who's right. been
1: locked up right yeah i would probably scream too and i'm not a victorian woman that's locked up <laughs> Oh, one of the points that she had against her was that she didn't cry when Kemmel died. She oh, was like, right. oh. oh, sorry. She watched him like Acme whistle My down to the ground and go splat. And then she went, oh, gosh, Kemal she... died. Fuck.
0: That anyway, gonna so. Be... <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be nice.
1: Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see just like where she gets to be like a character and when she just is like, ah, well, right. Thanks for coming. It'll Um, be interesting to see if we get any classism mm, out of these characters, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I think that like, especially with the duality of uh, Ben and Polly being working class and like, I don't know, whatever Polly is, was, is, was. But Jamie and Victoria both very clearly come from like, well-to-do families. Right. And, and so that, it'll be interesting to see if there's any play on that. Mm -hmm. Both of them uh, have no living relations, so. There we go. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. how uh, we get rid of them as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. speaking of getting Victoria rid and of Victorian,
0: things. let's... Uh... Lucky number eleven.
1: These glasses are cute.
0: Mm-hmm. These are really nice. 6.1.
1: What did you give it? 6.1. Oh, I thought you said a point one. I was like, look, I didn't like it either, but like... That's a little harsh. Oh god, Six point one. Your ranking system just delights me. I gave it a six. Oh. Yeah. I don't really like it. That I didn't that wasn't. No. You think it was old Forester? I have no idea. Part for the course. Okay. <laughs> yeah that's like making my eyeball twinge (sighs) yeah Mm, not
0: a good one Mm -mm.
1: thankfully we only have two left (laughs) so this season we have been introduced to the cybermen Mm -hmm. and we have said a a temporary spoiler warning temporary goodbye to the Mm daleks so for bad for in terms of baddies this is kind of like a major season
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how did you feel about bad guys you know,
0: this is the first time that I was like, oh, I'm invested in some bad guys, mm-hmm. and the Cybermen are fucking badass. Yeah. I like them a lot.
1: I like the Cybermen, too.
0: Um, and they're scary as fuck.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: They're scary as shit. Um, the Macra was a little weird. It was like the huge crabs. Yep. You know? Yep. Um... That was a little strange. The faceless one was also a little
1: strange. I liked the the physical, like the actual physical design mm-hmm. of those bad guys. So of the faceless ones, though, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about that when we first went through it, but like that kind of um, practical effect. We don't you don't really get a whole lot of good practical effects and and things right. anymore. A lot of it, so much of it, is CG. So one of the reasons I still have Star Trek is because they use facial prosthetics, not mm-hmm. a lot of and The CGS yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and I just, there's such a magic to practical effects. Even when they're done, like, not great. It's that whole thing that I love, the, see, the wires, the wire work, and the Underwater Menace. Right. Um, so I really do like that kind of stuff. Um, I wanted to be a special effects artist when I was a kid. And so that practical effects is just, there's just something really special about it. Mm-hmm. And that's not used as much anymore, but when it is and when it's done well, mm-hmm. it's so much better than what CG can do. Right. But yeah, I, I loved the Cybermen. I loved Janly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I loved Jan Lee She mm-hmm. was so cool. She was good. I mean, yeah. she was bad. She's the type of character... Jan Lee. Is the type of character I always try to make my video game protagonist mm-hmm. to be when I'm playing mm-hmm. through a game where it's like, I want to be the badass. Right. That, because like in her, in her story, she's the hero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was the hero of her story. Right. And, and I always try to do that, but where like, you're just kind of an asshole, mm-hmm. but people just like kind of deal with it, except mm-hmm. that Jan Lee's story is what happens is that right. you get shot in the face by a Dalek. Right. Sure. figuratively, yeah, um but she was, yeah, she was great, uh, so what do you, in terms of that bad guys for the season, looking at them as a whole entity, mm-hmm. from our mad scientist, in the underwater menace to our other mad scientist in uh the evil of the Daleks to surely there's another mad scientist somewhere, lots of mad scientists um, but the cybermen and the Daleks and you know, smugglers and human traffickers. Um, how did you feel about the bad guys this season, as like point wise? Uh, they were kind ca-
0: more. I just don't know if like scary is the word. They were like we had the Daleks, we had the Cybermen, we had very. I want to say maybe, like, obvious villains. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. This season. Yeah. You know, less contentious. Like, it was more very obviously, like, these people are evil, or yeah. we already know they're evil, but the fact that this person is being used by this evil entity, you know, right. so it was less contentious mm-hmm. this, this season. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they were definitely, like, more black and white. Mm-hmm. These are the mm-hmm. good guys. These are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And the nuance between the two was just was just a lot clearer. Mhm. Um I mean, I have to give them a high because like I love cause I love the Cybermen. Right. And the Cybermen are so good. Mm-hmm. And and the duplicity of the Daleks and the power of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. was just incredible. And was something completely different. When we talk about them being black and white, that that's actually a super subversive like then because it is a character that should be black and white and the tension of the whole episode is that it is black and white but Mm -hmm. the characters don't know that because Mm -hmm. the daleks are assholes right so they were really good Mm -hmm. a lot of mad scientists which i don't like but on the whole i give them like an eight okay i can see that yeah what did you give them
0: Mm, I would say an eight as well. Yeah.
1: Like the the Daleks and the Cybermen really do bring it up a lot. Um, and Chanley. Janley was incredible. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I could do without all the evil scientists. Mm-hmm. Also, I wouldn't be like super mad if we could go a couple of episodes without a human trafficking subplot for the Yeah, guy. that'd be great. We've been doing a lot of human trafficking subplots. The Faceless Ones, the Highlanders, the smuggling. Like, be the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of human trafficking. And, right. Um, I could go with a different plot line. Yeah. So our best bad guys of the season are obviously the Cybermen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but different Cybermen. You picked the Cybermen from the moon base,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I gave it to the Cybermen of the 10th planet. Oh, okay. Which I think is totally fair, and they get all the crowns. Yeah. Like a very special, like... Um, they actually have to have a whole new head made because mm-hmm. the crown is just fused into that head and it's mm-hmm. just really it's cool. Much, and, like, yeah. um, like, the crown from Narnia that mm-hmm. the queen that Chili's throne mm-hmm. wore is mm-hmm. so, no queen, but mm-hmm. Cybermen. That kind that. of crown. I like that. And the worst mm-hmm. the Macro Terror, uh, yeah, Terror, the Highlanders, Underwater Menace. Yeah, basically the human trafficking subplots. We were like yep. just not into the bad guys, um, and I think we even talked in one of them about how almost because it's like so relatable that it's a harder. It's not as like almost that it's not as scary. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it doesn't read as scary because it's it's so it's ubiquitous, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. So we gave them both eights for the whole story as a whole, and when I actually averaged out all of our. Mm-hmm. bad guy scores that mm-hmm. we gave um, your average was an 8.21 mm. and mine was an 8.11 okay close so yeah right on the money again we're getting so good at this yeah we are
0: we're getting better
1: especially for a season that i just like don't remember recording exactly because it's so spread out Go us. Uh so let's celebrate that mm-hmm. spot on score with another whiskey. whiskey. Thank god we're almost there. <coughs> almost there, so we're good. Okay. Number eight. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh I feel like that's one that I would like if it was on the rocks. hmm To which I will award it a seven and a half. But wouldn't even know where to begin placing it. So I think it's the Woodford Reserve. Ooh, I think that's a solid pick. Because otherwise I wouldn't have any idea. I think I'm going to give it a 6.2. 6. 6.2. Six 6.2. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so let's talk about the story as a whole. let it. Do you have an episode that you could pull out of this season where you would go, this is my favorite episode from the season?
0: I think The Power of the Daleks.
1: That one was really Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Because it's, I think it did a good job of like kind of wrapping up the Daleks. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it it left some room for something, but it did a good job of kind of putting it together nicely and like no questions asked you know so i i I do like that
1: you mean the evil of the daleks
0: yes the evil yeah sorry
1: yeah because interesting because i would honestly say like uh like the 10th planet and i liked the power of the dalek the the first episode for the second doctor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that whole learning the It's the one episode this season where I really got into. Even while I was watching it, really got into the like TV, like technical talk, where like where you can actually like break down like what's happening in the story. Whereas with everything else, like there are moments, like components of it where I can like nerd out and get into it. But I appreciated even during the viewing of like the tension between us not knowing what the fuck is going on with the doctor having the Dalek show up and the reversal of their character and trying to figure out what's happening there and the humans not knowing and the companions not knowing the doctor and there's just so much happening and it's done so well
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. and it all contributes to the plot Mm -hmm. and it all helps move it forward and I don't feel like there are any moments in there where it really dragged right it's definitely one of my favorite stories yeah, oh, so good. But the 10th planet's super good, and Underwater Menace was fun for mm-hmm. all of the costuming, even mm-hmm. if I don't really remember the rest of the, it. Atlantis mm-hmm. drowned. Right. Yeah. I liked the whole assembly of the house of the Jamie's obstacle course for him and Kemmel. I like that whole bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, very scooby Dooish mm-hmm. for that last episode. But yeah, my tops would probably power the Daleks and uh, the 10th planet. Do you have any worsts? Faces once, yeah. That airport one was tough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was All really was rough. boring. Mm-hmm. There was also some of them were tough because, like, we c- I couldn't follow who was who. Right. The Highlanders was tough that way. Right. And what was the other one that was just? True? Yeah, I mean, definitely the Highlanders, but I also feel like there was the Macrotera. Maybe was the Macroterra where. I just couldn't. I could. I just didn't even know who was who. Probably that in the moon base. Mm-hmm. The moon base. I was going to say yeah. too. When you look at where we've gone with stories this season, starting with the first doctor, ending with the second doctor, those characters really uh, influencing how an episode is going to be written, because their personalities are so different, and it's going to different end up in like different scrapes and different adventures. Uh, what do you give it as a whole entity? the sorry can you repeat that the uh scoring for like the story as a whole oh the for stories the as a whole season mm-hmm. for the seasons as we go from the first doctor to the second
0: i think this season it was more like ob- like i said like obviously like who the who the good ones were who the bad ones were everyone kind of had like a bit it started to have kind of like more of an order of you know um but it, at the same time, it was a little bit more playful, and I appreciate yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it was super playful.
0: Um, I think overall for me, it's probably going to end up at a six point eight to seven total total scoring for like the mm-hmm. the episode as a whole. Um, because I liked the companions, I liked I think maybe more towards seven. I liked the companion and the mm-hmm. Doctor relationship. I appreciated uh, the stories. I appreciated the different villains. They were still tacky, but like also yeah. like you know okay. Um yeah, 7 I think.
1: Yeah, I thought it was where I thought that a lot of it was tropey. I also thought it was kind of just like a creative season. Um mm-hmm. the like I said the human trafficking, the mad scientist tropes can like go, but like I also right. know they're not going for a, like uh, those are staples in a lot of dramatic storytelling. Right. But the change in the doctor and even the change in the companions. Mm-hmm. Like, even mm-hmm. like It's that idea that Polly, Ben, and Jamie, I think all would have fit in really nicely with Vicky.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And if you could fuck with Vicky, you're probably a pretty good companion. Right. And so to have a bunch of people that could fuck with Vicky on the TARDIS is really great because the second doctor also would have fucked with Vicky. Right. And so I guess my new standard of if something is good or not is if they would hang out with Vicky. But um, I think that uh, Vicky would hang out with the season, So I'm going to give this season a seven and a half. Okay. What did you end up with? A six? Seven. A seven. Yeah. So our favorite episodes, Mm -hmm. the ones we scored the highest, Mm -hmm. were the 10th planet. Mm -hmm. You gave it a nine. I gave it a nine and a half. I also gave the power of the Daleks a nine and a half, which feels right. Mm -hmm. And the worst... We gave the evil of the Daleks huh. at a four and a three and a half, but we plummeted scores for Kemmel. Right. Kemmel affected that one a whole Kemmel, lot. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and our average scores mm-hmm. for these stories for this season, you came in at 6.5 mm-hmm. and my average was 6.83 wow okay it's a little lower but all right yeah i think the change in the doctor really affected how we see this season overall
0: yeah i like that
1: i think that sounds like fair yeah right mm-hmm. so last but not least it's time for the final one Thank for God. the final countdown. <sighs> deer, 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 deer. Okay. Thank God. Deer, 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 deer. Cheers. Ah, that's another one where I think I would like it so much more on the rocks. Yeah.
0: I'm switching it. I think that this one. <laughs> Actually, no.
1: will no. keep
0: it this way. Saint Liberty is on Ooh. What do you give it? 6.1.
1: A 6one
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't like it a whole lot, but like I said, I think I'd like it a lot better on the rocks. I'm going to give it a 7. Right. You think it's Shish sh- sh- Liberty? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So before we find out uh-huh. the results of our whiskey blind flight, uh-huh. did you think the season was neat? Uh, I mean, in terms
0: of the episodes I would recommend people watch, not necessarily. Right but in terms of quality of doctor acting yes
1: yeah and i like it gets like a little twinkle for me for like having the re- like the change in the doctor right but when you even look at and i think this rings pretty true mm-hmm. when you look at the uh, nine season nine seasons the nine episodes that we had right. four were neat mhm Five or not, right? And that feels about right. Right. Where there are so many moments where I'm like, oh, I wish these moments were in a neat season, mm-hmm. but I just like like it doesn't feel like this season like quite makes it even right. with the Doctor's regeneration. Right. Right. Um, just as a seat it was good. It wasn't great. It makes me excited for a great season with the second Doctor exactly. because this was good, but it wasn't great. Exactly. Most of what we talk about on here is Doctor Who, but mm-hmm. as we've established, Diana's just given up on the even the attempt of finding her taste buds okay. and connecting them to memory sources in her brain.
0: Shall we see? Where we're, but
1: let's see how well Jen does. Where we land on her cognitive memory with Damn. taste. Oh, is it already that bad?
0: Well, it's already bad because we got number one at Sweetheart.
1: Okay, but I'm not mad because those are still high scores for Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We still liked it. S- second is
0: 1884, which, what's that?
1: 1884. Um, Uncle Nearest. Ooh.
0: Damn. Uncle Nearest. Josephine's River at number three. St. Liberty's.
1: Which we gave, you gave us 6.2 and I gave a 7.5.
0: Yep. Uh, number
1: four, Texas Firestone. That's what you gave it. That's what you thought it was. The Jack George Dickel, George Dickel and Texas Firestone
0: are two different. No, what Texas Firestone? What's that?
1: That's the tech. That's the generic. It's hard to call it a bottle, like described. Oh, the Texas
0: whiskey. Okay, cool. Then I got that one right. Yeah, you did. Yes. Okay, and that was the Texas whiskey. Five is Milam. Oh, nice. mhm-, Six is Woodford Reserve. Seven is Old Forester. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, go Jen.
0: Eight is Dickel. <laughs> and nine is Widow Jane. Okay, so I got two out of nine.
1: <laughs> and I supported every single one of those. Pretty much. <laughs> so two out of nine. Okay, not bad. And I feel like... Our scores pretty much mirror what we gave them initially. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Nearest, I was surprised with. We scored that one pretty right. low. We didn't like that one a lot. And we, we gave it, it pretty high when we first ranked it. <sighs> ben Milam, Ben Milam and Sweetheart, though, are still our top two. Mm-hmm. And they were. And the they originally. Were. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we really liked both of those mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. Woodford Reserve, that was, I was surprised that one was, oh, but we actually actually really liked that. I gave it the exact same score. Okay, you didn't. Your point lower this time, but yeah. that's not so bad, right? We did not like the rise as much this time. No, we did not. We both liked George Dickel better this time, though. Which one was the one that we were like, "This is Old Forrester"? Nah, no, 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 no. Um, that was too far. That's too far down the list. The one where we were like, "Oh wow, this one reminds me of Colito Creek."
0: i think that was mm, i want to say Saint the Liberty. texas
1: whiskey no there was a texas
0: oh yeah Lent. that was definitely that, was that it. one
1: mm-hmm. yeah dang that's too bad tastes like cough syrup yep that's definitely a no-go nope hell no uh, hell no um so jen that brings us to the end of season four end of season four can you believe that we're here no, I can't, but I'm glad we're here. yeah, this has been really fun, mm-hmm. And next, we're gonna get into season five. Yes, do you have any hopes and dreams, fears, just that the doctor and Jamie's
0: relationship gets stronger, and that yeah. um i don't we don't get like sidetracked by like having a
1: lady on board, you know? by ankles, right. Yeah. all of a sudden, Ooh. yeah, because Jamie would. Jamie comes from a world where ankles were like scandalous, oh.
0: you know. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll have to
1: find out. Do you think uh, Victoria's gonna last? Um, do you I'm think gonna she's gonna get so. Katarina'd? or do you think sh- she'll get? Do you think we'll get? Do you think she's gonna her trajectory is gonna be more Katarina, Vicky, Dodo, or never Dodo? It can't be as bad as Dodo. I no. don't think she can be as bad as Dodo. I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: Not after the way Jamie was written. And if they make her bad, I'll be like, you're just using this as an excuse. Blatant misogyny. Because, yeah, yeah, like, you know how to write a character from the past.
1: Right. I think that's a really fair point. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see Mm -hmm. what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited. Season five. Season five. Here we go. I don't even remember what's coming up in season five. I don't know. Oh, I know what the first episode is. Would you like to know what the first episode is going to be? Sure. Season five, episode one, mm-hmm. is the Tomb of the Cybermen. The Oh, fuck. Okay. The Tomb. Cool. So we have one, two, three, four, five, seven episodes, seven stories mm-hmm. next season. Some notable titles, Tomb of the Cybermen, The Abominable Snowman. Okay. So if you have trouble saying abominable, get ready. Abominable. I like that word a lot. Abominable. It's fun. The Ice Warriors. Okay. The Web of Fear. The Wheel in Space. Nice uh, generic titles that don't give you much other than the tube cool. and the Cybermen.
0: Yeah.
1: And the Abominable Snowman. Like I, you know, we kinda I feel know like we that can kind of yeah. guess where that might we be. Can going. surmise, or at least what the basic uh, bad guy might be. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um. So for this season, we're signing off. It's been fun, guys. See you next season. Bye. It'll be like two weeks. Yeah. It sounds big and scary, but it's only two yeah. weeks. <laughs> see it's, not ya. Like, it's not like we're television. Anyway, bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs>
0: So much for tuning in this week.
1: And we super appreciate every single one of y'all's support. <laughs> we like you a lot. We think you're really cool and we appreciate you a whole ton. And if you have any questions, comments, or whiskey recommendations. You can find us on Instagram at Doctor Who underscore on the Rocks. Or if you're old fashioned like me, you can email us at media on the rocks pod at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, or leave us a review, or, like, smoke signals, or... Whatever you can do to help us. Paper airplanes are cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can... (laughs) Send us a message in a bottle. Hot air balloon with, like, a banner behind it. Whatever you... Oh, one of those... uh Fireworks with a message. Ooh, a, dr- a drone display. A drone display. Advertising. That, be a, that would be cool too. Be anyway, good. or just tell a friend. Yeah. That would That's actually be the easiest Easier one. and cheapest. Easiest <laughs> and cheapest it would just be to tell a friend. Um, but anyway, you want to reach out. We love hearing from you. And we thank you for listening every other week. And we'll
0: see you in two weeks. Bye. Cheers.